Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. Seeking the truth, exposing the lies. Remember, together, we are unstoppable. Keep on digging. In this episode, I talk with Travis, also known as Thunder Monkey, on the Stereo app. We discuss the new alliance between China, Russia, and India, and the possible collapse of the dollar. Stay tuned and put on your seatbelt. This is going to be a good one. Propaganda has just always been, always been a massive part of war, period. It's not its own separate warfare. It was a big thing in the Revolutionary War. It was a big thing in the Civil War. It was a big thing over in uh, with us fighting Vietnam on both ends of it. It was a massive part of uh, our invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan. And um, you look around, the story keeps changing. I know that they're really picky about this on stairs. I'm going to mind my mouth here. But you get a lot of conflicting stories when it um, comes to Russia-Ukraine story. One moment, it's, it's hooray, the Ukrainians are really stomping on the uh, neck of the Russians. Russia looks like it's defeated. The next day is, oh, my God, Russia is taking over another power plant. Oh, my God, Russia's gone farther. They've killed more people. It's the end of the world. They can't pick a narrative at this point um, because, you know, the string's been pulled and uh, the curtain's been revealed a little too much. People are starting to see who's running things. And um, because I also think it has to do, unfortunately, it's a double-edged sword, but you start to see propaganda is not having its effect in a race. We've been divided on sex. We've been divided on political lines. Uh, we've been divided on uh, religion. And now recently they threw a new one on pretty much vaxxed or not vaxxed or whatever stance you take on the COVID issue. They've divided us on so many different lines. We are not a nation united anymore. We are fractured. And so you cannot possibly pull it out one existing propaganda story to go and unite everyone so they have to put out a bunch of separate ones pretty much what's happened with the propaganda state because we're so divided you can't have a divided people they've worked so damn hard on dividing us and now that they've done it their propaganda is falling apart so there's good news in that the bad news is we're divided back to you dave yeah i couldn't agree with you more i think that us believing that we have differences that are important i think that's part of this manufacture to divide right because i mean everything we're talking about bro everything you said i've been like oh hell yeah and like you're you're saying the same thing to a bunch of things i say maybe not all but i you know i totally agree with, your, with what you're saying the narrative changes about the propaganda but the goal is the same be afraid stay afraid right because if you're afraid you're not thinking clearly you're not being proactive you're not going to be a community organizer you're just going to sit in your house watch tv drink too much, take too many drugs and die early. Um, the Nazi minister of propaganda, I forget what that guy's name was, but, you know, he, he said this thing and I'm paraphrasing, you know, I'm talking, I'm talking back in World War II though. Um, and this is, you know, this is all just historical stuff that I've read. And this was a quote of that guy. I don't think it was Goebbels, but it's somebody that their minister of propaganda said, the people will believe any lie. The bigger the lie, the better. And you must repeat it often, right? So is that not what we're hearing? And then you've got like, really, who cares about gay marriage? Really? So I had this epiphany once like, oh, by, by being anti-gay marriage, 
you're basically kind of saying that you just want gay people to go have sex in a park somewhere, but not have a meaningful relationship. So is that really good for society in general? No. Um, the gender thing, who really cares? You know, one minute it was biological and the next minute it's how you feel. Who really cares what you want to call yourself? Like, you know, I identify as a redwood tree. Okay. And then there's the vax, no vax. Really? So, you know, and it, it goes as slight as like, I'm a Niners fan. You're a Raiders fan. Urgh, right. I'm a Giants fan. You're a Dodgers fan. Urgh. It's all, there's so much minutia to it. It permeates every aspect of our society by now. Yeah, 100%. I live uh, pretty darn close to the Mason-Dixon line. Um, my in-laws are just on the other side. You could stand on the front porch, load your cell phone into a slingshot, and fire it over into Pennsylvania. And they're yeah. about, I'd say, about 20 minutes away. One thing where you were saying even about the liquor store, over in Pennsylvania during the, uh, the height of the COVID lockdowns, you couldn't even do that. And there were stadies all set out around uh, 83 was uh, the main highway traveling back and forth in between uh, where I'm at, at least between Pennsylvania and Maryland. Hello, the 1930s called and they want their um, they want their bootleg back. Wow. Yeah, the uh, the prohibition pretty much went back into effect. So they would be people would sneak out, go into their car by themselves with nobody else around them, even put on a mask in their own car, which I think you're a little nutty to do that, but you do you, man. Drove across state lines, bought liquor, and when they drive back, there would be skaties there waiting for them, and they would do pullovers, and uh, they were getting tickets, and uh, some people even had booze confiscated. So riddle me this, Dave. As it stands currently right now, marijuana is... Um, one of the uh, scheduled substances uh, it's federally banned in the U.S., but we could have our pot dispensaries opened during the lockdown, but you couldn't go to church. One guaranteed, right. protected under the First Amendment, pretty darn specifically speaking about it. The other, federally banned, but you could do that, but not the other. It was, I mean... They can't keep their uh, their story straight. They can't figure out their approach. They're divided amongst themselves because they divided us, and you can't get people united on one lie anymore. And I think that's where we're going to win. And I, I think ultimately what we're looking at is maybe, uh, you know, more. I, I think if we're going global, we're going to see a more balkanization of uh, more countries throughout the world. Um, and best case scenario for the U.S. is a, maybe a balkanization of the U.S., you'll have maybe the Northeast, Southern East, Appalachia states, some West Coast states, but um, yeah, we're we're not united anymore as a people, as a nation. So it's going to have its bad effects. But the good news is they can't really nail us with their big lies anymore. Back to you. Amen, brother. Oh my God. See, I completely, completely, one hundred percent agree with everything that you just said. This is not a left issue. This is not a right issue. This is a, an awake person who's paying attention issue and, and rights for all people. I want to go ahead, before I don't jump any deeper, I want to go ahead. we got three messages. Let's run these down real quick. Greetings to you, gentlemen. I just want to say I really appreciate the two of you for having this conversation. It needs to be had more often. Um, it's very sad that this room isn't filled right now with listeners because most Americans have no idea what is actually coming. They really think that things are going to go back to 
what it was prior to 2020. And the things that you gentlemen have presented this evening, I too share in these conversations quite often because I have, a, um, it has been placed upon my heart that there's a definite urgency to get this, this information out to whoever's willing to listen. So again, thank you gentlemen for your service this evening. Um, Dave, I followed you on um, IG and your YouTube page. Because, you know, you mentioned some of my documentaries. I'm a documentary junkie, so definitely want to check out that list. I've probably seen most of them on there, but thank you, gentlemen. Oh, man, DJ All Good. Much love, brother. Please, yeah, please send me a message on IG so I can follow you back. And uh, let's well, stay in communication. We got to expand this army of, of free-thinking people. We got three more. Let's run. Hey, another thing. <clears throat> Just click on my uh, profile. That's uh, Joseph Goebbels, which uh, he was the one of, uh, you know, high-rank um, officer who works for Hitler. And he runs basically a propaganda. It's always that way. And just people just didn't see it. That's what's last, uh, you know, 20, 30 years applications of uh, brainwashing, you know, simple-minded people that they believe in everything they see. But the reality is much worse and way different than they, they, they think they saw and they think they, you know, seen around. Amen. Exactly. That's so because it's, you know, government is run, like you guys said, by corporations and those, lob you know, they lobbying and uh, sporting millions of dollars of those, uh, you know, cracks. And uh, that's why the people saying like, oh, yeah, or politicians stupid or whatever. Well, they're not stupid. They're just, uh, you know, following orders and getting paid. <laughs> and if the people don't understand that, well, too bad. Yep. Great points. Hey, thank you guys. So another thing, and Travis, so you guys definitely on the point, and this should be on a national television, so people could fucking start actually waking up, because it's just, it's it's trashes, man, what's going on in the world. Yeah, much love to you two guys, and, um, you know, I, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, the first gentleman said, um, I'm sorry, your name disappeared from the messages. But first gentleman was saying, like, it's a shame that we don't have more people listening. Oh, yeah. But if we were doing a talk about Will Smith and the slap heard around the wheel, the world, there'd be 20 people in here chiming in on what they think. And right, look at that level of division. Now you're a Chris Rock fan or you're a Will Smith fan. You can't be both anymore. You got to choose a side. And, and people will not shut up about this meaningless drivel. Right. Who cares? Mr. Red Tricks just mentioned, you know, corporations are stupid. That's what we were told about George Bush. Oh, he's a bumbling idiot. He's stupid. No, he's not. He's from one of the most prominent families in the United States. He's far, far from stupid. You might not like the guy. I don't. But he's far from stupid. Right. Come on now. He went to Princeton. That's unbelievable that they had basically border patrol between two U.S. states. Now that reeks back to World War II. Where are your papers? Show me your papers, right? Like, oh my God, once again, we're doing something right now that we're pointing the finger at other countries like that totalitarian government is doing X, Y, Z. We need to go and do regime change. Really? We're doing it. And you also mentioned the fracturing of the United States into regions. Well, Everybody Google the Amero. There's already a minted coin that they're waiting to roll out, right? Um, so the North American Union, the Asian Union, the African Union, this is already planned, but they're just trying to roll it out, right? So 
they are going to fracture the United States into multiple regions, do away with our borders, and move to a currency called the Amero, which is good for Canada, the United States, and uh, you know, Central and South America, I believe, all of the Americas. So unbelievable. You know, it's once again, it's right in front of our eyes, but nobody's talking about it, at least not on a on a major national platform. Right. And that, that leads me back to one other point, And then back to you, Trav, is. One of the most popular shows on TV, at least NBC's best rated show for over 20 years was the Donahue show. He was the precursor to Oprah Winfrey, but he talked about real stuff and he got shut down, kicked off the air, and his program eliminated after he spoke out against the Iraq war. The best rated show on NBC for 20 years. The host was fired and his show eliminated because he did one show about being anti-Iraq war. Back to you, Trav. Yeah. Uh, Even with the... That sounds a lot. I, I unfortunately don't know who you're talking about, but I do know of the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> Pretty much exact same story. Uh, took a stand against Bush and his war with things. And uh, that was pretty much the beginning of the end and they pretty much crumbled as a band shortly thereafter it wasn't until uh pretty much green day where you could start speaking up on things had they released that album uh, a few years ago i think the exact same results would have happened because it wasn't popular until right up until he was going up against carrie who surprise surprise they were both in the same sorority uh, or uh, fraternity together. I don't know. I've never went to college. Gall and Bone. So, yeah, you have a false choice. You can have water or agua, pretty much was the way it was being let out. Um, we were going to get the exact same thing no matter what. Up until uh, we were getting ready to go in and uh, invade more countries, you could not speak out against that. Nor McDonald was a, another uh, big uh, anti-proponent of that war. And uh, also bringing out stuff that our elites were doing, a uh, big proponent on uh, bringing to light the fact of the Clintons and their kill streak going on. Uh, I guess back to you on that. I, uh, I 100% agree with you. They're trying to shut you down any sort of a dissenting voice. This is absolutely nothing new. Actually, uh, I'll go on, on one more point here. Uh, they had the Bureau of Censorship back over in World War II. Now, they presented, again, fear and, in all honesty, reasonable fear of uh, that you were going to be speaking to spies at that point, that you could speak with a, a Japanese spy. Now, that worked out real well. Even for people who were Chinese or from Vietnam who were living in the U.S., they had to pretty much do, you know, people make fun of preppers, but they had to literally, a bunch of them, bug out in the woods because all they would go is, hey, person with slanted eyes, they're clearly with the Japs, let's get them and uh, lock them up in camps. And I had a lot of families broken up. And uh, if you were any sort of Asian, you uh, you took to hiding. So, but yeah, it was uh, the Japanese could be watching or the Germans were behind every door. You look at uh, old World War II movies, that was a massive plot of everybody in a suit might be a German spy coming after you. And so whether they had, they had the censor, I'm sorry, the Bureau of Censorship um, was actually a thing. Uh, back then, that's where you get the uh, terminology, the uh, loose lips sink ships, because we actually did have sips 
uh, ship sink. However, whether that was due to loose lips or due to um, inept people in service or due to uh, people just wanting a war to or saying we need to be able to get into this war before it's too late. So let's let something happen. Um, yeah, that's all up to you. So maybe there was a need for censorship. Maybe there wasn't. Regardless, the ability, even if you were so much as speak out against the war, uh, you if the government didn't snap down on you, uh, we had a cultural cohesion back then where society would snap down and uh, ostracize you. So that's uh, one of the things I know you said, had experience about um, societal crackdown being harder than uh, the actual government crackdown when it comes to things with the Rona here. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's starting to affect a lot of people. We're seeing the whole new thing. It's just dressed up in a different suit this time. It's got a lot more bling. Back to you. Amen, brother. So once again, we've been talking for, you know, almost an hour and a half. We haven't disagreed once. So that says a lot, right? Um, you were talking about, you know, false flags. Like what might have drawn us into World War II? Oh, well, it was the, I believe it was the, the sinking of the Lithuania which chimes in with Vietnam War, the Gulf of Tonkin, which has been outed to be a BS false flag operation by the US government and military, where we said that Vietnam or somebody attacked our ship in the Gulf of Tonkin, but that never even happened. So we use that myth as justification to start that war, to divide a country so that we could divide its people, right? Same thing in Korea. We divided a country so they can't unite and be stronger together. Um, you also mentioned the Bureau of Censorship. Well, I think now it's just called the NSA, right? Because Edward Snowden, I recently watched an interview on Democracy Now!, not a super fan of Democracy Now!, I think they used to be awesome and they're slipping, but they had Chris Hedges on, who's a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. They had Max Blumenthal on, who's a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. And they had Edward Snowden on. And Snowden broke down that, you know, every branch of social media was giving their communications to the US government. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all email accounts. Um, and then I learned 75% of world communication comes through the US, so easily censored. And you brought up something about, uh, about the Japanese. Not many people know about the Japanese internment camps, which are concentration camps right here in the United States where we locked up all Japanese Americans. We gave them two weeks to sell their home, sell their business and get in line for a concentration camp. Wow. And I don't believe we've ever paid them back for their financial losses on that. And then speaking about how both parties are really one, you know, we call it Obamacare, but Mitt Romney wrote that bill. It should be Romney care, but that, that doesn't, yeah. but that doesn't work for uniting people against Obama, right? So we call it Obamacare and how dare that black guy do this, right? No, 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 pull back the lens. Once again, it was a white dude that wrote that bill. Obama just pushed it through. Oh my God. You know, the, the, like you said earlier, the curtain is coming back. The illusions are fading. People are waking up to, I mean, you can only lie so many times and get caught before people quit believing your BS, right? Back to you. That's all I got. 
Yeah, I want to clarify about the uh, Obamacare bill. You know, Mitt Romney did not literally write it, but his bill that he put out for uh, his state was pretty much the building blocks and foundation for Obama to pretty much look over and say, yeah, we like this. Let's uh, go ahead and scale it up. And so back to what I was saying about Bush versus Kerry, you know, what choice did we really have? You know, you had the illusion of a choice. The most unpopular thing in the U.S. back when uh, it was uh, Obama running for a second term was uh, the uh, Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act. I was actually at the uh, a Tea Party rally in D.C. the day it uh, was pushed through. It was massively unpopular. Also, a lot of lies told about that place and everything that was happening there. That was one of my first awakenings to realize that uh, there's a lot of what it now is everyone's calling fake news. But um, that was I had had smaller awakenings, but that was one of the the first big ones when you actually stand in the middle of something and realize they just flat out lied about it. But yeah, and we what the all they had to do on the Republican end was literally put forward anybody other than Mitt Romney. But the biggest, most you know, divisive bill where Republicans and Democrats alike. We're not big fans of it, uh, was the Affordable Care Act. And what do you know? You put forward the guy who pretty much uh, gave uh, Obama everything he needed to go and run with it. So, again, just like Bush versus Kerry, what did you really have to be able to go and uh, to vote against? Same goes when it was Bush versus Gore. We didn't really have too much. Pick your tie. That was pretty much all that we could really say at that point. Yeah, it, you, you never really have the choice that you think about. And then uh, you you look at FEMA also setting up camps throughout the U.S. Um, how I'm very curious. Uh, I don't know if you saw uh, where they're now trying to walk up back and say it never happened. But pretty much uh, Biden said that we're going to be sending troops in uh, on about three different uh, occasions where he talked about two troops over in Poland, but our troops, U.S. troops, not Polish troops, U.S. troops, saying, uh, when uh, you go there, you'll see kids standing in front of a damn tank saying, I'm not leaving. And you'll be inspired by their resilience. Uh, and then he goes and he calls for basically a regime change and said he should not be allowed to remain in power. And then he puts out a message uh, saying that America needs to prepare itself for the cold, long war ahead. Well, it, that doesn't look like a war where we're just simply saying like, okay, we're cutting you off economically, which, by the way, at this point, the ruble within the course of about two to three weeks has pretty much 100% recovered, maybe 90, 95% recovered if you want to be real conservative with your numbers. Um, so I'm wondering what false flag is going to look like. You roll into everything we did between uh, Tzatziki experiments when uh, Clinton came out and apologized and admitted, yes, that is true. We were doing uh, that when we had uh, issues, like you said, with uh, Japanese internment camps. Now we have FEMA uh, making camps. You have the now confirmation uh, where we originally walked back and said, there's no biolabs. OK, there's no U.S. biolabs. Okay, there's U.S. bio labs, but they're level two stuff for like food safety grade. 
But we're very concerned, though, about these biolabs that they're going to go and make a nuclear, uh, not nuclear, a chemical weapon that might be used against us. So we're, we just keep walking ourselves more and more into a corner uh, with stuff that was mentioned in this. Uh, people click on the link. You'll see they uh, break down this article. The title of the article is one hell of a mouthful. But uh, so, yeah, they're cash. And that all wraps back to this point of their cash belly. Why they need to at this point go to war. And uh, Cassius Fodiris, I believe is how you say it. Uh, I'm a bit of a dyslexic, never heard it said, only read it. But uh, a call for alliance for all three. One of them listed was um, America making chemical weapons. Um, now, as is confirmed, over in Ukraine. And then I want to rewind also back several months to, uh, I believe the lab was over in Philly, which scares me because that's about uh, a little under two hours from where I live. Uh, they found in, a, I think it was a WHO lab, it might have been a CDC one, they found vials for, I believe it was smallpox? No, it wasn't smallpox. Uh, Dave, you probably know this one. Not sure. Okay. I believe it was for smallpox, a uh, real deadly virus, and then the actual virus itself. And you need to keep in mind, all that takes for a brand new pandemic to uh, actually break out is someone to hold up the vial and go, hey, boss, what's this to the oak shit and drop it? Yep. So, but yep. we have, but apparently now we're chemical and biological weapons are stuff that the U.S. is heavily involved with, some of which is in Ukraine. So what's going to be the U.S.'s cashless belly to be able to go in and uh, convince people to go to war? Because we're so divided. And then what's going to be their cause to go and uh, work those FEMA camps. It could very well be that they decide to go and say, well, there's been an outbreak of this uh, deadly disease, so we're going to have everyone go to the pretty much ground zero to fight this war to keep Russia and uh, China and India from um, taking... They'll, they'll try and avoid saying our weapons, but ultimately it'll come out later and be like, oh, yeah, this, was, uh, this one's kind of on us. We had this one going. And um, at that point, and they'll say like, oh, well, this might be spreading over to U.S. and then be able to segment the nation more and more. That's all a possibility. But all we know is that I think there's seven states where FEMA uh, is not able to make camps. Well, I know one of them is in North Dakota. I don't know where the other six are. I'd have to look at that list again. But uh, odds are you probably have a FEMA camps in your state if you're over here in the U.S. So... Yeah, what's I don't know what's going to be the cause, but you, it looks like a pre. They've already the uh, the other powers that be, Russia, China, India, have uh, put forward everything to say on this is why we're going to war. We just like they said in this uh, news article, are pretty much just walked right into their uh, bear trap that was labeled bear trap, and uh, we we uh, we played right into their hand. And uh, now I think. Uh, I think, like I said, China uh, is really more than anything wants the reunification of China and Taiwan. And the seas are the calmest in October and, uh-oh, April. We just hit April. So I wouldn't be shocked to see everything pop off 
real heavy, real fast here soon. That's my prediction. Again, I'm not an economist. I don't work in the White House. I'm not part of a three-letter agency. I don't have any extra inside knowledge. I'm just looking at everything that we see uh, on the board, and um, I'm a little nervous about it. Well, the, uh, the planets are all aligned for that, right? Because we've been ramping up, ramping up, ramping up with more and more fervor. I want to touch on what you said about you know, labs and, and what about black sites, right? So this, this is uh, under the guise of plausible deniability, right? If our government conducts their heinous activities in another country, then we can blame it on that other country because it's not directly a CIA operation, but we're funding people to do what we want them to do. So what you, what you said, these bio labs in Ukraine, right? And then I saw something online where you could sign up to go fight in Ukraine against Russia. So volunteer to go to a toxic area, ground zero, like you said, and become infected, possibly. Possibly. I'm not saying that's what's up, but, you know, I'm suspicious. And then that brings up the black sites that we, for torture, that we were using during, uh, right after 9-11, and that still exists to this day, right? So the CIA could conduct torture in other countries and say, well, we're not doing it. Abu Ghraib isn't our prison. Guantanamo Bay isn't our prison. It's in Cuba, it's in Iraq, right? And then, you know, you mentioned something uh, about your great awakening at a Tea Party protest. Brother, same thing. I was at a anti-war protest in downtown San Francisco against the Iraq war. There was at least 300,000 people there bigger than any event by five times that I've ever seen in that city. All of Mark, for anybody who knows San Francisco, all of Market Street from the foot at the ferry building all the way to the Civic Center was filled with people elbow to elbow, the whole street and both sidewalks on either side, elbow to elbow. Then you get to the Civic Center and it's massively packed with a huge music festival hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. I turn on the news that night, they say 50,000 people showed up to an anti-war protest in San Francisco. Bullshit. I saw 20,000 people at a Bernie Sanders rally in San Francisco. And they're trying to say it was only 30,000 more people. And I'm, I'm looking at this crowd of 20,000 people. It wasn't even a fraction of, of what I was involved in in that anti-war protest. And, and then you're, you know, once again, you mentioned Tuskegee experiments. So, man, you hit so many points. I'm having, I filled up a whole page with notes of what I want to hit on after you triggered a thought process in line with the Tuskegee experiments, which have been proven that if we didn't give people syphilis, that we observed them with it, told them we were treating them, but we gave them no treatment and we just watched it progress and watched them die so we could see what the effects of syphilis were. That's evil. Well, under Clinton, we did something equally evil. And there's a documentary that goes into it called Beyond Treason. And it's fascinating. Uh, and what they talk about is Clinton signed an executive order mandating all soldiers to be open to taking experimental drugs. So who knows? If, and, and then all these soldiers that went to Iraq got a huge series of, of injections. So who's to know if that's what, what the cause of Gulf War syndrome was, which affected 200,000 soldiers, or 
if it was the fact that we were using depleted uranium ammunition, which is an international war crime, because every bullet that lands now toxifies the ground that it landed on for a half-life of 10,000 years. And, uh, you know, if people go down the rabbit hole, you'll learn that Iraq is having an absolute epidemic of birth defects. And if, if you care about people in general at all, it will break your freaking heart. One of these deformities that I saw was uh, this child that looked like an amoeba. It looked like a jellyfish or an amoeba with a couple eyes on top. It was literally not even four inches thick and just a blob of flesh. It was so sad. And we did that. We did that to, to civilians. You know, we killed 500,000 children in Iraq. Madeleine Albright just died. And there's all these people like, oh, God bless her. Da, da, da. She was a, but no, she wasn't. She was a heinous war criminal who was recorded on a TV show saying that the five, she was asked directly, well, was it worth it for the 500,000 children that died? And she said, I believe it was worth it. What, what was worth it? What did we gain out of that? Oh, oh, we privatized a bunch of Iraqi oil fields. And then once we were over there, we found new oil fields bigger than anything that existed previously. And uh, to this day, Iraq only gets 25 cents on the dollar for its own oil. So you pull back and it's always about the money, right? There's always, it's always about the money. What do you do in a, in a, in a simple murder investigation? Did the husband or wife just take out an insurance policy? Did anybody stand to gain financially? I mean, it's the first thing you look at, but we don't do that on these huge, massive crimes. Why? Oh, because it's not going to show us what the lamestream media wants us to be spoon fed. That leads me right to Edward Snowden and Julian Assange, right? Like Edward Snowden, they might have a legit case there because he leaked government documents, whatever. But nothing that he leaked put us at risk. It was all just heinous information that, you know, those three letter agencies did not want the public to know. Then you look at Julian Assange. He wasn't even the reporter. He was the publisher. So he's supposed to be immune from this BS. He's basically been on lockdown and he's enemy number one. They want the man dead because he exposed all of this heinous crap. And if people aren't aware of the level to which this goes, check out the video on YouTube, Collateral Murder. I'm warning you, it's graphic. It's not that graphic, but you will see people killed in real life. And these helicopter pilots are absolutely laughing about it. They're begging for authorization to open fire. And then they're laughing about it as they slaughter 10 people, three or four of which were Reuters journalists. They claimed that one guy had a gun. It was a camera. So unfreaking believable. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's let's go ahead and, uh, and and wrap this one up in the next few. Maybe maybe we could uh, each just kind of do a closing statement. See if we have any more messages. We could play those. What do you think, Trev? Yeah, it sounds good to me. It's about time for that. Yeah, I think uh, pretty much right now, my big closing statement will be uh, beware of April. Maybe a week after it, uh, or maybe two weeks after it. But general time frame to be aware of, I would say. Given all the information uh, we've launched in 
and what it looks like with the seas over in the uh, Taiwan Strait. Yeah, I would say be on high alert, be ready for possible false flag attacks, and uh, be ready for possible like a move from China into Taiwan. I think once that happens, you're going to see everyone says uh, Russia's um, stalled or they're not able to do anything. I think they're pretty much just moving slowly, entering their foot to the um, start line and waiting for China to make their move so that they can just go blitz. But that's my current prediction. I absolutely hope to God I am wrong because um, once that happens, I uh, I think you will see a possibly, I think you would be forced to see a draft at this point because um, that's the only way that they can try to, it won't work, but it can try to stabilize this economy and get things to go with her in the war. So um, I uh, I don't know. I sure hope I'm uh, wrong on all of this and that I just look back on this and say I sound like a complete and total crazy person, but it's just what I'm seeing lined up here. You can go ahead and check me out on Getter. Um, I'll be uh, hopefully posting another talk. Um, Dave, we should do another currency talk and uh, possibly maybe another one revolving a uh, new world order slash the uh, Great Reset. Because uh, when I talked to you before, I got more developments on that, and I would love to go over it with you. Absolutely. I'm completely 100% down with that. I agree about the false flag attack. My gut was telling me when 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 our government was telling us that they had confirmed information that Russia was going to invade Ukraine, I was convinced we were going to do a black flag operation then because, oh, look, we said they're going to do it. Oh, look, now, you know, something happened, gives us the right to invade, right? But we're being much more sly than that. We're giving them tons of weapons, things like that. As far as Taiwan goes and Ukraine in the big picture, what gives us the right to dictate how any other country should operate, right? Ukraine used to be part of Russia. Taiwan used to be part of China. That's a fact, right? Here we are. We got Hawaii, uh, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam. We have a bunch of conquered territories where those people don't get the right to vote in a U.S. election, but they're a quote unquote U.S. territory. So once again, we're the biggest hypocrite on the block. Do as we say, not as we do. And that's evidenced by us being the only country in the world to have ever dropped a nuclear bomb in violence. And not only did we do it, we did it twice. And not only did we do it twice, both times on civilian populations, not just strategic nukes to take out a military target and from what I've learned about that through another documentary series by Oliver Stone, The Untold History of the United States, what that points out is that Japan was about two weeks away from surrender. They were working on the terms of surrender. So the hypothesis is that we dropped two nukes on Japan's civilian population to intimidate the shit out of Russia basically saying, look what we're going to do. Look what we're, look how crazy we are. You want to mess with us? So that's all I got. Please check me out on all platforms. Um, and another thing with Dave podcast on 23 different platforms. I'm in 46 countries now, very humbled and pleased about that. I don't have anybody following me on my YouTube channel. Please do. If you like documentaries, I've got 1200 of them there. That is And Another Thing with Dave on YouTube. 
I'm also and another thing with Dave on Facebook, on Instagram, and Dave Smith with three eyes on Twitter. I would love to do a talk with you. Another circle back to the great reset and currency. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, I absolutely agree, man. Um, it seems like by the time we can put together something for a talk, it seems like it's old news at that point. But yeah, let's work out. Um... So I've got people in Pakistan, in India, in Russia, you know, you name it. 46 countries have listened to my podcast. I can't believe it. Not many people, but at least one person from each of those countries. You know, that tells me that people are really interested in hearing the real dope on what's going on from somebody who lives inside this country and not just what comes out of the idiot box by the lamestream media. So much love to people who tuned in. Keep researching, do your own investigations, go down that rabbit hole. I know sometimes it's overwhelming, but like I said before, an educated united populace is a tyrannical government's worst fear. So please, let's try to educate people. Let's not focus on division lines. You know, we are all one ultimately. We're on this little rock hurling through space at 330,000 miles an hour or whatever in a corkscrew pattern. And it's a miracle that we're all here together in this moment and we all need each other. Amen. Thank you all for listening. Throw up your final likes for this. Uh, share this conversation with as many people as you can. Uh, if you enjoyed it, let a friend know, let a friend listen. Um, sharing is caring. Why don't you go ahead and uh, message either myself or Dave on uh, any ideas on uh, what you would want us to do? Because uh, I think it's uh, pretty much considered official that we're going to be doing this either weekly or biweekly, and uh, we'll be coming up with ideas. And I would love to hear your guys' inputs. I don't know about you, Dave. Absolutely. I am a fiend for information. I am a documentary addict. I am thirsty for knowledge. So if I can find something that debunks something that I've been talking about, I'm all about it. I, I don't have an agenda. I just want to find the truth. And that, that's a constant journey. What is the truth? I don't know. I don't pretend to be knowing for sure. But like I said before, when you connect the dots, we seem to see an overarching larger picture. Please share this on social media, on all the different social medias if you dig it. Please share it with friends if you dig it. And definitely let us know, um, you know, either on a message through stereo, the, what, you, what topics you would like covered. Um, send us an article if you got that. Uh, documentary link if you got that i'm also on all social media so you can uh you know you can contact me on you mess, message me on instagram hit me that way if that's easier for you but uh yeah much love to everybody much love to you travis once again this this far exceeded my expectations of our talk and i think uh i think that's the consistent thread when you and i talk so i'm all about it same here we got a, a message. Uh, why don't we play that and um, close on that note? Sounds good? Sounds great. All right, I'll open this up here. Also, on the next upcoming talks, let's not forget about, let's not forget about Corona. Where are we with that? That's one of those things we got to be careful about. So I can talk in general terms about it, but I can't really say what I think on a specific level or we will be canceled uh, that's been my experience in the past with covid and with ukraine so you know censorship is alive and well in the u.s like travis said that's all i got my name is travis bushy and i am the thunder monkey i am dave smith and i am and another thing with dave 
All right, much love much to you guys. Love everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. If you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down, please do share with friends and on social media. Until next time, keep on digging for the truth.